When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your official station to talk jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go, 5.02. We've got more Yankee baseball come for you later today. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And across me, his name, his name, his name, his name is Alan Lester Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I love afternoon playoff it, baseball. It, great? it was Honestly, so great. I couldn't agree with you more. The game was over, and it wasn't even bedtime for me. It was so awesome. You were actually able to watch that game, or at least have it on. I did. And know that when it was over, it wasn't midnight. Exactly. I know. I know. I know. I know. It was so cool. Now, that will not be the case tonight. Uh, no. What's the tonight's uh, starting? 7.37. 7.37. You'll have the Phillies and Padres at 4 o'clock. Okay. When that game flew right by last night, too. Yeah, no it was hits. Like fast moving baseball. How about yesterday? Zach Wheeler, seven innings, one hit, eight strikeouts. Is that right? Yeah, I figured you checked that. I didn't. The only you didn't thing put I... that on the show sheet. No. Oh, the only thing I saw, the only thing I put on the show sheet was that Kyle Schwarber hit like a four hundred eighty-eight foot home that run into the, the upper deck, upper deck and right field. Although the um, the Bryce Harper home run more important because snapped the scoreless. Time. Is that right? Well, it was nothing, nothing when he homered. Yeah. I'm with Gio. I'm not paying any attention to these uh, outside of uh, our, our, our um, you know, local there are, teams. There are certain teams that intrigue me. The Phillies actually do. Yeah. And I, the Padres got a good lineup. Like I, This series to me is actually interesting. I will I will watch today at 4 o'clock. Okay. I will. That's a nice four. I do like a 4 o'clock game. I'm yeah. more apt to watch that. Some people love a rainy four. night. You yeah. love a 4 o'clock game. I love a 4 o'clock oh, I love game. love a 4 o'clock game. I had the game on... Uh, <laughs> On my TV, yeah. In the background, I was cooking my dinner, at, which also happens at four o'clock. At four o'clock, <laughs> yeah. But I was able to, you know, yeah. begin, look in, to do, to do. Saw the Stanton home run, and to me, I felt the game was, was over. over. Yeah, I couldn't agree with first. I mean, the fact that he still, meaning Terry Francona, still started Savali in that game when you saw what the Yankees did, I was, I don't know, it was puzzling. And then he gets like one out. He gets judged, and that was it. It was terrible. Yeah, and he's pulled what in the first inning? Yeah. That, did they? Did he go? I don't can't even remember. Did he go the full first or no? no? No, he was terrible. Yeah, the three run homer, and then when Judge hit the home run in the next inning, was yeah. it next inning? And then well, it was just like a hundred. It was the over. second inning. Though I will tell you, and at this point, I was listening to John and Susan um, when they when the Padres loaded the bases. I guess that was the. Fourth or the third, I forget which one, third or the fourth. Loaded the bases with one out, and yet Jose Ramirez up, and it's a four nothing game. 
And even John said it, you know, they are a gap. Forget a home run and a grand slam. Like, they're a gap shot and a double away from making this 4-2 or 4-3 very quickly, and then everything can get tight. And he got a pop, I mean, not a pop-up, but he got a fly ball and a sack fly. It's 4-1, get the next guy, that's it. That yeah. At that point, I did think that, too, in the first inning, a 3 nothing game's over. But when they when they were able to turn him aside and only give up the one run, I'm like, you know what, this game is done. Yeah, so that you had three moments. You had the Stanton three-run homer where you could say it was over, Judge tacking on the home run, and then getting out of yeah. that jam. Yeah, I would then say I so. Like, I would say so. That's it. That and that was it. That was that was everything. So. Yeah, I got to have that. Then I went when I took a shower. I put on my uh, speaker in the bathroom. I had John and Susan on. Yep. So I got to hear some radio calls. Very I got nice. to hear some TV calls. You know what I do like. So you mentioned Savali not getting out of the first inning. So when you look at his box score, so they start the stats over for the postseason. When you look at a box score, so you won't see the judge hit his sixty fourth home run and sixty three the other night. He's got you know two. So Savali's line, one-third of an inning, it was um, three runs on two hits, one strikeout, 26 pitches, only 12 were strikes, which is brutal. ERA, 81. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's going to give up 81 runs (laughs) if we keep him in. Very funny. So, yeah, so that was the end of that, and uh, away we go. And then they they were having fun, Susan and John were having fun, that they bring in the pitcher, Henches, to pitch to hedges. <laughs> Henches to hedges? Yes. It was funny. I did also like the statistic that uh, when Judge and Stanton Homer in a game, the Yankees' record is like Yeah, like 400 insane. nothing. I know. It's I know. an insane thing. So listen, uh, it gave me vibes, you know, as a Mets fan, Jerry. It gave me vibes of uh, when the Mets had that game Saturday against the Padres. Right. When, like, the pitcher who was supposed to pitch well pitched well. Mm-hmm. Your two main stars in Alonzo and uh, Lindor homered. It was, right. it was just uh, that same formula last night. It's kind of the way you draw it up, like if you were That's going how you to. Draw it up. Yep. And Cortez, you know, it is funny. And I give him all the credit in the world. And I love the guy. And I, I've been, I've said from the start, like in June, this is your best pitcher. And Garrett Cole was terrific the other night. So I'm not taking anything away from him in game four. But, you know, Cortez has been so good. He was great yesterday. I'm listening to the post game so I had a ride at Rutgers dinner last night. So I was able to listen to the first. I watched some and then I listened to another hour or so. So I didn't see I was good through through 5. I didn't realize when I got in the car and the game was over that he came out after 5. Okay, whatever. So I'm listening to the questions and they're talking about this heroic performance and you know, that was masterful and how did you know you could do? I'm like, "Damn, did this guy throw like 8 innings?" Like, the way they were talking to him, like, you know. And I'm like, he threw five innings. He was great. He was wonderful. But he didn't, on three days rest, he didn't give you a, a, a complete game two hitter. Right. But you still needed Lawashiga to go out there and get two. And Holmes and probably, I don't know. Peralta. Yeah, the media's funny. And then uh, Derek, uh, Derek uh, Garrett Cole was warming up in the bullpen. Thought sure. we might see him as a closer. Yeah. Well, you Shut didn't. it down. You did not. We did not see that. So now we get Jamison Tyone yes. tonight. Now, before we do that, did you hear Francona with the media at all? What did he say? So, And I think Francona is one of the most well-regarded managers in baseball. Is that fair? That's very fair. Seems like a very respectful guy usually. Yes. So I don't think this is a terrible question. I don't. Because you were up two games to one. You had game four in your own building and you couldn't close it out. 
You had a chance yesterday, couldn't do it, fine. Here's the question and answer from Francona. What was the big difference in this series, why the Yankees are moving on and you're not? I think that's fair. I really do. I, I, I 100% think that's a fair question when you had a 2-1 lead. They, they won th- one more game than us. <laughs> that's like when Tom Brady broke down the Buccaneers' struggles. He says, well, we just need to score more points. I know. That's what he said the other day. Like, I think it's like the the Guardians, formerly the Indians, they have now lost 10 straight games in the postseason when they could have advanced. Why? Like, what's the re? I think it's a good question. I You're just, 2-1. Why? Why? I would have just went with this. All young guys will be back next year. You could go with that. That's fine. That's what I would do. There are do. other teams that have young guys too, though. And you don't know that you're going to be back next year. That's the thing about it. You have no idea. That's the magic of baseball, Jerry. You never know whether this was your one shot. You don't know. Or you have no idea. you'll get another shot. That is very true. Same goes for the Yankees. You, you don't know. We don't know. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, did you see, before we get on to Tyone, did you see that Bob Costa, and I I am not saying he doesn't know it. Clearly, he forgot it. Did you hear the clip where he forgot that the Yankees won in 2009? I did not hear this. You did not hear it? I got, I, well, I'm going to try and find By it. By the way, he, I enjoyed Bob Costas last night. I'm sick of everyone bad-mouthing Bob Costas. No, good for you. Here he was good. talking about uh, the Yankees in the postseason in recent times. The Yankees have won 40 pennants and 27 World Series in their history. But they haven't been to the World Series since 2009. And they haven't won it since Joe Torre's team three-peated in 2000. How, that's a weird He's just dis- reading at that point. But how, that's Bob Costas. Yeah, but that was a guy. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think he was just reading off a paper that somebody gave him. And that no, well then that fired. well then shame on him then. Yes, that should be his prep, not someone else's. Oh, you know. Oh, he's big time broadcaster, Jerry. He gets a prep guy mm, or gal. I don't believe that Bob Costas is. You want to tell me he's got a prep guy? That's fine. I don't believe that he goes in unprepared and just reads reads it without looking at it. I don't buy that. Hmm. There's no way he's too much of a pro. For too long. That was a weird one. To just show up and read whatever someone hands him, like Brett Favre did. That's Bob Costas. And I don't believe that he doesn't know that the Yankees won in 2009. Right. I mean, that's a strange one. That's a weird one. I Yeah, I thought so too. So, whatever. <laughs> what is? Murr. Murr. By the way, uh, Aaron Hicks, when he had that collision yeah. with Oswaldo Cabrera, mm-hmm. who... And, and we've seen this, I think, in the playoffs more so than the regular season, maybe because of the importance of every pop fly. You know, you don't want it to drop in between you. Of course. I always thought, there, when I was in Little League, at least, there was a hierarchy of when, when a particular position called a ball, it was their ball. Yeah, I would say so, sure. And that hierarchy is, if the center fielder calls for it, it's his ball. Yep. If the shortstop calls for it, it's his ball. The shortstop one is weird, though, because of how deep he is behind third base. And you've got Hicks coming in, and I was listening to John and Susan at this point, too, 
And they were making the point, because I guess the Cleveland had an issue with one of the pop-ups uh, as well, if not yesterday, I guess over the weekend. And she was making the case, Susan was, that the noise in this series, like the stadium has been so alive, both in Cleveland and here, that they were kind of thinking that no one oh, can hear each other. Hear. Yeah. So it looks like on tape, they're all calling for it. No one can hear anybody. And if you don't hear anybody, you're going after it. It's, a oh. shame. it's unfortunate for Hicks because he was actually starting to get playing time again as the season is winding down. I also think it's strange when third basemen or uh, shortstops go running out to the outfield, awkwardly looking over their shoulder to try- let the outfielder get the ball. Well, what if the outfielder can't get to it? And you can. I feel like he can get to it. Well, you, but you don't know where he's playing. Is he playing by the warning track? Is he playing shallow? Is he shaded to center field? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that comes into play yeah. there. And that ball's down the line. It's in the outfield, but it's down the line. I don't know. It's like Josh Donaldson the other night did the thing where he goes running out, and then he dot. Then he's diving out in the outfield for a ball that's in left field. Let the left fielder get it. But if he's not there, go catch the ball. That's the difference between them and us. They want to go get the ball. They want the ball hit to them. (laughs) You would prefer to say, Coach, it's in the outfield. I'm an infielder, not my ball. I did think about this rando guy who was the last batter for the Guardians. I don't even know who he was. Who made the last out? I don't know, but he, he he didn't look like... He was a baller. Didn't think he wanted any part of it. No, no, I'm just saying he didn't look like a like he wasn't one of the oh, main. Oh, Miles Straw. Oh, is he? He is one of the main guys. He is. Miles Straw, he's the one that had the, right? He was the one that got into the argument with the fans back in April at Yankee Stadium. Remember that? No, I don't remember that. You don't? Okay. We talked but about I, that. I, when I saw that dude get up, I was like, wow, I would not want to be in this position. Yeah, but you're, that's, that's the difference. That's a That's the difference in the mentality of a player and a non-player. You're right, but I will tell you, in that spot, he's coming up with nothing. To, I mean, yes, you could right, nothing to lose. get a base hit and yeah. drive in a couple of runs, but at that point, you're not expected to do anything. It's 5-1. to one. The game's right. over. You got a guy on base, whatever. But Now, on, a, on that Aaron Hicks collision, I thought he hit I thought they bumped heads or something, but it was a knee situation. I think it was knee to knee. knee and to you knee? could see, yeah, if you watch the replay, um, which I've seen a few times, you see Cabrera's leg... Hits the left, the left leg. Yeah, I think it's the left leg of um, of Hicks, and it kind of bends in and awkwardly in. And you feel again, you feel bad for him. You really do. Like they actually needed him to yeah. play the outfield, and now he's see ya. He's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's, it sucks. It really does, especially if they go on to win. What do you like? What do you think about this Jamison Tyone against Justin Verlander? I think uh, on paper the Astros should win. Three nothing, four nothing, and I think at the end of the day, the Yankees might win this game ten nine, because that's baseball. It makes no sense. Like Verlander in his first game, I think gave up. What did he give up to uh, Seattle? Six runs on ten hits in like four innings. You know his ERA this season was like one point something, and he's going to win the Cy Young. And he goes out there, and he was horrendous. So maybe he'll be horrendous again tonight. I don't know. What about this? Another Stanton and Judge. Home run combo. Well, Get her listen, her. that would be nice. So let's go back to 2017 when everyone wants to say the Astros won only because they cheated, which is not the case. So I will pull up the 2007 ALCS, okay? That's all I'm going to do. 2017, you mean? What did I just say? Seven. I'm going to pull that up, too, for you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go by that game by game yeah, and you look at the games in Houston. Now, remember, the Yankees won their games at Yankee Stadium. They lost all games in Houston. It was a very home-and-home home type of series. 
How many runs do you think the Yankees scored in Houston in four games? Four games in Houston that they lost all four of them. Eight runs. Try again. Six runs. Keep going. Five runs. Keep going. Four runs, Jerry. Still not there. Three runs. Yeah. They scored, they scored how many games? three runs in four games oh, in Houston. So, yeah, it would be nice to see Judge and Stanton do what they did today, tonight, or yesterday, tonight. Because if they do, they got a great chance to win. They lost 2-1 in game one, 2-1 in game two to Justin Verlander. Game six, they lost 7-1 to Justin Verlander. And then they lost 4 nothing in game seven. So I get it. The Astros suck. They cheated fine. Blah, 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 blah. I'm pretty sure, though, if they play four games in Houston in this ALCS and score three runs, they will lose again. They will. I kind of like throwing Jamison Tyone against Houston's best pitcher. Cause right, because now you'll get your best pitcher against, against not their best their, pitcher. Right, exactly. It works both ways. Why well, throw, uh, you know, a Garrett Cole against Justin Verlander when you're probably going to lose. Save Garrett Cole for a Well, what a if Justin pitcher? Verlander goes out and doesn't pitch well like he didn't pitch well last week, and Cole does? That's why. Oh. You don't know how these games are going to play. Who the hell knows? Would you put... Would you put at this point, because I've got to think clearly the winner of this series is going to be your World Series favorite. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but they'll be the favorite. Would you put some shekels on the Yankees right now to win the World Series? No. Okay. <laughs> I would not. The Astros? Yes. You would? Yes. So you like Houston in this series? Yes. I have a sneaky feeling about the Yankees. I don't know why. I'll be rooting for the Yankees. I'm not one of these anti-Yankee rooters. No, you're a front-runner. Yeah, I love right. a good front-running team. Correct. Well, no, you're the no, front-runner no, for I'm the winning front, team. Front-runner for football, but baseball, I'm really a Mets fan only. And then for business, I root for the Yankees. Understood. It's good for business, Jerry. Good for business. So if that's good for business, we'll talk more Yankees okay. and a whole bunch of other stuff. We've got two old owners that are trying to fight one another apparently in the NFL. We'll get to that. And then we've got Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan.